0: This is the Pie Boy Podcast. Hey, what's up? It's the Pie Boy Podcast, and this is Casey James Swain. My friends call me Sparky. Welcome to episode 134. Middle of a little chaos. Like, life is fucking nuts. Um... Trying to get ready to go on a little vacation. We're going to go to the East Coast, go to Maine, see my wife's family, uh, take the the two kids on our first adventure across country uh, as a a pod, as four uh, humans. Um, But just a lot of things going on. Um, And specifically, think about my neighborhood. uh, Today's poem is called uh, House. And it's about um, a house that got knocked down about five years ago, six years ago, uh, to make room for two brand new houses. This is a house that was in the neighborhood. Uh, definitely a uh, uh, consequence of gentrification. If you don't know what that is, go look it up. I'm not here to teach you, educate yourself on um, what that is. Um, but yeah, it's this old guy had lived there for a long time and. Kind of hold up and became a recluse or something, and then he uh, sold the property, and made some change, and the people that bought it freaking built two brand new houses. Um, they're kind of goofy, to be honest. Um, but this poem is inspired by that and other things, and we'll get into all those things. But really, like thinking about being real and being present, and yeah, we've had a lot of things going on in this neighborhood uh, and just life. Um, a woman in the neighborhood who was not old elderly or whatever you want to say passed away suddenly it's just a trip i saw her taking out the trash last week and then by sunday she was gone and it's just weird it's just a reminder of impermanence life is constantly changing um our cat Got attacked by another cat, this naughty fucking boy cat, black cat in the neighborhood who I do not like, uh, that beats up on our cats and they have to, like, work together to get him to go away. I had to get some, like, animal repellent shit, stinky spray to get him out of my yard. But they attacked one of my cats and bit the fuck out of it and it got infected, so we had to take him to the vet and look like the tape... Texas Chainsaw Massacre happened to her um, to get her all fixed up and she's fine now but she's recovering. It's like two weeks uh, until the stitches come out. It's just intense looking at that thing every morning and night and giving her food and she's wearing a cone. It's a lot. Um, My brother had a tragic thing happen. His close friend passed away tragically um, and I knew him a little bit and spent a little bit of time with him like fishing and camping and stuff and it's just it hurts and there's so much to it and so deep um, um, and just another reminder of impermanence like life is constantly changing and moving in beautiful ways but also in tragic ways and that's part of the cycle um, <clears throat> but Thinking about music of the week. we will say this before we get into the poem to kind of inspire our thinking of like where I've been at. And I'm trying to work on myself a little more. Working on some shame and some guilt and some anger and frustration. And i um, listening to Killer Mike's new album, Michael, beautiful album, my favorite album by him. Maybe one of my favorite albums ever. A lot of little bits of wisdom I love the story and talk about his journey. And there's like a part talking about trying to stay creative and dealing with different things, Um, traumas and graces of an artist and as a person, love it. But also another song, um, I think the song of the week from that album is the very first one, uh, which is Down By Law. I really like Shed Your Tears and Run, all of it but my other song that has some deep messages is midnight oil by Larry June and the alchemist on the album flying high that just came out. And he's talking about your attitude is everything. And you, you gotta do something and Whatever it is that you're gonna do, it's gotta be something that you wanna do, that you wanna show up to do, and that's like such a huge part of your life and your attitude and your mindset is everything. And it's just a reminder. I'm working on that, and it's hard. I'm in the muck, but I'm doing it. So, let's get into it. House. They're gonna take the house on the circle away. Remember that one where we found that kitten and saw that weird man sitting, sharpening that Bowie knife that could have taken our life in an instant. The bank has every right to take this hog and it boggles my mind. If it's a kind gesture, that wood, that wound will fester for years to come. And I used to stare into the window and watch the shadows dash and dart when it, it got dark. My heart always ached a little over those freak shows. Honestly, I hope they foreclose. I need a rest. Might even earn some closure for my health. Take the house, please. I'm sick of it. The nightmare has come further than normal, and I'm glad to let you know. It's out of my hands, and I couldn't be happier. They're taking this fucker if we like it, and you don't. Set her up for winter, when the fire department needs to blow off some steam. The smoke will be a blessing, lifting the darkness. This house will be gone someday, and all the bad memories will fade into the end. Yeah, Um. I watched that house get torn down, and this is what I wrote as I was watching it and some of the stuff is true and some of it is just um, imagination um, I've always had this, this thing about looking at buildings and at spaces that maybe I work and live in or move in um, bus stops, neighborhoods cities I drive through um, businesses I see operating whatever it is, life and then try to imagine the stories the stories of those people and those places and those things just making up stuff on the go i've always found pleasure in that and always thought it really fun and once i found writing i could put that those thoughts somewhere and this is one of those things and just imagining what happened at that house who lived there what i saw um yeah I was kind of hoping the bank would take it, um, but some developer snagged it up and put in some houses and made a whole bunch of money off of other people's livelihood. Um, weird. So Neighborhood is Interesting. Uh, it's by Jefferson High School and it's definitely old. Um, I love all the little history lessons I've gotten since I've been here um, in this part of Portland. I've lived in Oregon and Around Portland, my whole life, but in Northeast Portland, Albina specifically, lots of history. Um, but in the neighborhood, specifically, around this time, uh, I've seen that come down. There's this guy that would come, it's like three summers in a row, around the same time of July. He would come and do a bike ride through the neighborhood, because he grew up here in the 60s and the 70s, and he had moved away. He was, I think, like, maybe in his 50s, maybe early 60s. And he told me about living in the neighborhood, and he told me about that house I got torn down, and the guy that lived there was a little kooky, and he told me some stories. but My favorite things that he would tell me about, and he told me three different versions, but the one was how there used to be a fire signal in the neighborhood, so they didn't call the fire department specifically. It was faster to hit this button in the middle of the neighborhood that was enclosed in glass uh, that would ring the fire station, the nearest one. And how they would sit in this treehouse down the road, and they'd try to shoot it, shoot the glass out with their BB guns, and if they did it, it was like a big deal. And supposedly he was like one of his only friends that couldn't actually do it even though it caused havoc in the neighborhood. But I thought that was cool. Um, he told me a little bit about the different neighbors that lived around, uh, people that lived in my house, different people. Um, but that fire thing, I always thought that was interesting. Yeah, just in trying to envision things and put it somewhere. I guess that's poetry, that's writing, that's being creative. Um, What else? Yeah, things are impermanent. You think, like, that house, I'm sure the people who built it thought it was going to be there forever. And the person that saw it be torn down wasn't even probably there for that part, or was just a kid, or just born. What a weird feeling to get to a point where it's, like, you can sell your house and some you know that somebody's going to make double or triple what your house is worth because they're going to tear it down and make it brand new and get some yuppies from the Midwest to move out here and buy it up because they work at Adidas or Nike. It's kind of crazy. It just makes me want to ask the question, what about the rest of us that aren't that? What about the people that are here before us? What about the people that were here before us and are are still trying to kind of hang on to what they have here? But they're being pushed pushed out. I think about gentrification every day in my neighborhood, of like how I'm per- how I'm participating in it or adding to it, how I can help it, spot it, speak about it, educate myself about it. I think we need more of that in the world, more caring about our our little neighborhoods, so then we can make our our cities better and our. Towns better, and our states better, and our country better. Start small. Work backwards. Anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent. Anyway, uh, this is a invite to go. Pay attention to things in your neighborhood. The abandoned houses, the bums, the kiddies, the lights, the stories, the neighbors, all of it. Respect the space. Respect each other more. Be more curious. And lead with kindness. Um, Happy hunting. Until next time, go listen to Killer Mike's new album, Michael. Go listen to The Alchemist, Flying High. Maybe a little bit of Led Zeppelin, too. That was my third choice. Um, Boogie was too. But that's nor here nor there. So see you next time. Peace. Happy summer. See you after vacation.